Welcome to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. I am Madeline. And I am Ruby. If you're a startup or scale-up looking for actionable and profitable advice, then this is a podcast for you. We will give you a taste of our proven insights and strategies that we've applied to hundreds of businesses to help them grow, scale, and succeed. So grab your margaritas and your pen and paper because we're here to show you that with the right strategy, your idea, and our marketing guidance, you can take your brand from startup to stand out. Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. My name is Ruby and I'm joined today by Maddie. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. I wanted to share some exciting news with our audience. Yes. Um, this is something I'm a big numbers gal. Like I love to check my numbers around all different things. And I know you are too, Maddie. <laughs> um, but we were going to do a really big celebration and we were planning on getting balloons and everything to celebrate when we hit 10,000 um spotify or not even spotify but listeners listeners. yeah across the apps anyway we've hit twelve thousand. oh my god like it just kind of (laughs) skyrocketed skyrocketed so now we can't do the balloon thing yeah but i did think that we wanted to say a massive thank you to every single person who tunes in because if it wasn't for you guys there's no way we would have got there no absolutely we're really grateful for everyone who is following our podcast and tuning in every week yeah so thank you so much we never thought we'd be able to get there in a year's time let alone that's what i mean i thought that we would hit hit it at about the year mark (laughs) yeah um but it's only taken six seven months to get there which i'm really proud of us for but also really grateful for our community yeah absolutely so you're going to jump into today's topic what are we talking about Great topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about Instagram Lives to grow your business. Now, Instagram Lives are something that both Maddie and I have used for our businesses, but Mm -hmm. also have helped other clients set up their own strategy to utilize Instagram Lives to grow their business and their community. Mm. So we've got some different examples of how this has worked for both product and service-based industries and how you can apply these strategies to your business as well. Yep. Because I honestly think that every single business owner, whether you're product or e-com, can tap into the strategy of using Instagram Lives to grow your business on, well, Instagram, but also on Facebook or whatever Mm. platform you're on. Yep, absolutely. So the example we're going to give, if you follow me on Instagram, is my Marketing Mondays. And we're going to talk about how I implemented this strategy, I guess, into my business to help me grow my community but also to help me grow leads. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, everyone who watches my lives are generally someone that has come on as a client. So if you don't follow me, I host a live every Monday and on Thursday or Friday, I put up a question box and I let people just ask me questions. Like, what do you wanna know? Because a lot of the time, a lot of people jump in my DMs and it can get a little bit overwhelming. So the same questions come up and up and again. So I'm like, why not just, yeah, put a question box Mm -hmm. out there see what people want to know. Um, so I, cu- I cap it at five. Sometimes we get more, sometimes we get, you know, less. And then I'm like, okay, let's think of some questions that we can mm. fill in that people do generally ask me throughout the week. And we go live on Monday and we answer them. It's a really simple strategy. Um, what I've found from this by going live and just answering people's questions is, A, those people always jump on because they like see that their questions are getting answered and mm. they're super grateful. B, it's really cut down when I have a sales call, any hesitation. Mm. I think people really understand from seeing my life that I'm obviously know what I'm talking about because I'm going live with not really a script. I'm just like rambling my thoughts on like different topics. And then people are like, oh, well, she obviously knows what she like is speaking about. She's obviously got some expertise in the field. She's talking about specific topics. So it's kind of cut out that 
oh, I need to send over case studies or I need to send over proof. Mm -hmm. People trust me and they like me now. It's built up that no like and trust factor a lot faster than what it would have if if they just consumed your short form content. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for a service base, and this would be your domain as well, mainly, the sales calls can be sometimes where the objections Mm. happen. And if you're not confident on those sales calls, it can make or break the sale. It can make or break you. So the lives have, I feel, helped that sales call. Yeah. Dramatically. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree with all of that. I think that um, going live and having that regular live Mm. just really does help to build your community. So I know that we said that the Instagram lives were going to help grow your business, but community building in both e-com and service-based industries is so important to grow your business because you want those raving fans. You want those people that tune in every week. You want those people that are following along with your journey and your business. And eventually through the customer journey, they will turn into a paying client. Absolutely. And I stopped them for a while because I went through a period where it it gets a lot. Like Mm. it is a huge strategy to be putting together every Monday. So you sometimes feel like I can't be bothered. So I stopped for a while and then people are asking for it and I'm like, ah, bring it back. (laughs) And I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said it is a strategy. And when we're looking at our business and our marketing strategy, you've got to think about strategies that work in your business and not take on every single strategy under the sun because that will not work. You will not be able to commit to every single one of them. So if you're going to be using Instagram lives as a part of your marketing strategy, make sure it works. You know, don't take on Instagram lives and sending a daily email to your email list and putting out YouTube videos three times a week and Mm. launching a podcast. Yeah. You need to choose what's going to work for your business. Yeah. What's going to meet your audience at where they're at and what they want so that everything's in line with what you can do. Some feedback. I don't know if we're going to talk about this later, so I'd rather just have it while it's on my Mm. mind. I did have a few people say, oh, you know, you put up the reminder, you know, how you can share it to your story. Yeah. But they would love an email reminder as well. Okay. So that was some feedback I got recently from a few of my consultant clients. They were like, oh, can you send us an email reminding us about Marketing Mondays? And I was like, oh, okay. Didn't really see the correlation between sending out an email for a live, but Mm. it could make sense. It does make sense because if you think about your audience and what they're doing in their day-to-day life, you know, your your industry, your audience are generally in I mean, they've got a business, they're, they're working, work mode. they're in yeah. work mode. And so if you go live at 10 a.m., yes, they can tune in. But if they're in work mode, you know, yeah. they've got their emails open, having that reminder yeah. to jump on their Instagram. Whereas perhaps if you were, maybe your target market were mums, right? Mm. They're much more likely to be on Instagram at that time. Correct. And less likely to be on their emails. So think about your audience and how yeah. you can remind yeah. them. Yeah, but there, there was a something I learned along the way of doing it for a few months was that was some yeah. feedback. So tap into your other platforms, whether yeah. that's emails, whether that's reminding people on Facebook, whether that's sending out a text message, you know, that could be really Ooh, powerful That's a great well, idea, actually. Um, to get people across to that one platform. Mm. And don't be disheartened. I think, I think the first view I did. No, the first one actually went really well. Then like views dropped off and people weren't, what like you know it, i am doing a, a ram, random yeah. <laughs> time as well but i knew from the feedback that people were watching the replay yeah yeah so like i think just don't get disheartened by the fact sometimes people aren't on the live yeah i always say that with my clients that are launching a strategy to build like a webinar or a masterclass. yeah and you know you get 50 or 100 signups amazing and then you have like 10 on but that's actually good it's amazing like if you look at those percentages <laughs> and you've got people that have signed up and this is webinar not lives but i'm just saying 
a lot of people like to watch the replay because they want to watch it in their own time. They want to watch the and live. pause it. Yep, when yeah. they can pause it, they can take notes, they can sit in a yeah. quiet corner, not when they're on the bus or driving to work or in a busy working environment or yeah. have a call in half an hour. Like they want to be sitting down to consume that content. Yeah. So you're, now you're going to talk about your life strategy that you've done. Yeah. So I have a different strategy to Maddie's, not because I don't think that my Monday works. I actually think that that could work very well for my business model, just not something that I've taken on board at this point. My strategy has been collaborating with other accounts yep. and doing a collaborative live yep. in order to tap into like audiences mm-hmm. so that you can almost share your audiences. Yeah. And I suppose the return of investment I've got from doing collaborative lives has been, I've got new clients out of it. Yeah. So this strategy started from other accounts approaching me to set up that joint live yep. and go live on a topic that we both knew about. Mm. So almost a bit like a mini podcast, I suppose. Yeah. You chat to them, talk about um, whichever topic or theme you're going to be diving deeper into, perhaps have five to eight different talking points, yep. and then you schedule the live share on both of your platforms and then do the joint live together. Mm. So like I said, what this does is it taps into both audiences. So if Maddie and I were going live together, Maddie's audience is going to get a notification and my audience mm. is going to get a, going to get a notification. Yep. And then when you go live, your audiences get to know the other person. Yep. So a great strategy if you're perhaps a smaller account starting out and you're wanting to expand your audience, so it's a great opportunity to get more reach. Or if you're an established expert in your field and you're wanting to join up with another expert Mm. to bring, you know, two brains together to discuss the topic and potentially cross, cross sell, cross cross pollinate, cross pollinate, I don't know, (laughs) tap into each other's audiences, which lots of people might have an issue with this and Mm. say, well, what about, you know, if they're competition, like what what about if they're my clients, Mm. I don't want to share my potential clients with, you know, Maddie's potential clients. My answer to that is if they wanted to work with you, they're going to work with you or they would have already worked with you. So there's not, I don't think there's an issue doing that because in the end, especially in the service-based industry, we connect with people. And I know myself, I wouldn't want to work with somebody who doesn't want to work with me. But if I can pass that person on to somebody who's a better fit, fantastic Mm. and vice versa. Mm. And we've done that with each other. We always say- 100%. I think this client's more you than me. Um, So, yeah. You've got to get into that mentality that there is so much work in whichever space you're in. Like think with an abundant mindset of there's infinite possibility and collaborating with accounts is so much better than seeing them as competitors, which is just going to tear you down and Mm. get you in a negative mindset. Anyway, this is not turning into a mindset podcast, but I would suggest using a collaborative strategy. Yeah. Um, it, It does also mean that you don't need to, zone into a particular time like you don't need to have a consistent time no it can just be spare of the moment it would work well if you had yeah. that as well yeah but it is work. more of it could it's be. more of a one-off but could be like one-off every month totally or one-off every second month or yeah. something like that yeah. and the strategy that i'd put in place there is if you're wanting to do this sit down and think about a list of let's say six different accounts that you mm. think would be a really good opportunity to go live with and send them a voice message Ask them the question if they would like to go live on, I would propose a topic to them yeah. or suggest if they have a topic that they would like to go live yeah. with. Let them know what's in it for them. You know, mm. there's nothing worse than getting a cold DM that gives nothing in it for the other person. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I've got an audience that you're 
um, topics would work really well with and vice versa. I feel mm. like we could both benefit from this. Um, I'd got, love to go live on this topic. Um, mm. Would love to know your thoughts. I've done these before, if you have or haven't. And just really pitch the idea so that it, you're basically yeah. selling the idea. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Now I can hear my e-com friends in the background going, we, all right, you've talked all about service. Now <laughs> give us some strategies for e-com. Mm. And I think, and you, oh, we've spoken about this before, e-commerce brands are now moving towards still being more personal yeah. brands. People want to see the founder. Mm-hmm. They want to understand more about the place that they're purchasing from. So this is a great strategy to really show the behind the scenes mm. or if the founder wants to get behind the camera and do a live mm. or maybe a product launch or something that's happening in the business or even showing how they're manufacturing the product mm. or how to use it. People, oh, there's so many ideas. My brain is like yeah, bursting right now. <laughs> people would love that. And I think it's not a strategy that e-commerce brands are tapping into. They're too afraid. Yeah. They're too afraid to seem raw. They're too afraid to not be polished. But that's where the world is moving towards these days. So don't be afraid to step out. Also, be the leader. Like people are doing this, but not enough in the e-com industry. So be the first in your industry to do it because that's going to really make you stand out and attract that different audience. Yeah. A few strategies that we've done for e-commerce before is product launches, but using influencers or Mm -hmm. like creators to go live on a product launch date or prior, showcasing them using the product in their day-to-day life. So what we've done in the past is had three to four um, different influencers leading up to the product launch to kind of doing like a takeover in a way of where well, you could get them to do it on your account or on their own account or mm. together. Do a joint of, one. Yeah, <laughs> of how the product fits into their life. And yeah. it just makes it feel really Authentic. real. And like, okay, that's how I would use that product every mm. day. We've also done one that's worked. Well, I gave this strategy to a girl and she is implementing it right now. She was in a skincare. And she said, you know, I don't know what to do with my Instagram strategy. And I'm like, well, skincare is such a saturated market. Mm. Why don't you work with a skin expert? So someone who um, is a skin consultant. I'm not really sure what the terminology. Like a skin therapist? Yeah, she had a specific t- terminology or something. Oh, is it the one that starts with an E? Like yeah. S- S- um, yeah. I never know how to say that word, but I have two clients that are it. <laughs> Something that I don't know what it's called, but she was a skin expert. Yeah. And I said, why don't you get her to be an ambassador for your brand? And she can go live on your page mm. and talk about skin concerns. Like mm. it's not about the product, but it's about the brand. Yeah, I love that. You know, think outside the boxes e-com. Like everyone does the exact same mm. thing. How can you differentiate yourself? Yeah, totally. Do you know what I would love to see as well? And I, I kind of pulled this strategy from like TikTok blogs. But if you're in the makeup industry or skincare or even hair, I think this works really mm. well in hairdressing. Like turn your camera on, do a get ready with me and subtly sell your product. So you yeah. could be talking about a topic that's completely different. I mean, you could be talking about skin health. Like, let's say you're in skincare, right? Yeah. You could be talking about um, your day and you could be talking about different healthy activities that help improve your skincare whilst you're actually doing your routine and subtly say, you know, I'm just cleansing my face with this cleanser. XYZ. XYZ, talk about something else. So you're interacting with your audience in a different way that's a lot more entertaining and consumable. So think about how your everyday activities Mm. can be kind of brought in in those lives because people love blogs. People love the day in the life. Yeah, like get ready with me. They get love ready that. with me. Yeah. Um, works really well with makeup. You see it all the time on TikTok. Yeah. But I think hairdressing, I say this to all my hairdressing clients, like do a live or do your stories or mm. do your reels 
actually showing them how you do your quick messy bun that looks like it took two seconds but actually takes like half an hour like show them those tips <laughs> yeah they love seeing they love that. that yeah think outside the box that's what we're going for here always outside the box especially when it comes to marketing all right ecom you've had enough no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move back into the service-based industry um and i want to really talk to either people that are new newer in business yeah or perhaps you have quite a good following at the moment and you know you've got a successful business but you're only really on one or two platforms so mm. you're kind of new in terms of the marketing space yeah what i see a lot of the time in service-based industries is we post a lot of great content when it comes to your static images your carousels mm. even your reels even tapping into instagram stories but something's missing perhaps you're feeling like you just can't connect with your audience on another level or you're kind of capped at the leads that are coming through and you just find yeah. you're feeling a bit stagnant. What I always say to that is find a long form content and bring it into your strategy. Yeah. So for Maddie and I, I saw a massive shift in my business when we launched the podcast. Mm. But at the same time, that's when I really delved into Instagram lives as well. Yeah. And the reason for that is people got to know me and my knowledge and my value in a much more in-depth experience than they could by just reading a short post, by mm. just consuming a short reel or consuming my short stories. Yeah. So Instagram lives can be that long form content and it's such a bridge. It's almost like a piece of sticky tape that yeah, brings everything I agree. together. I agree. That allows you to dive deeper onto topics and showcase that you're the expert in your industry. Almost like what Maddie said at the start with her yeah. marketing Monday, it's like it bridges that gap of building that trust and likability. And I think personality as well. I think mm -hmm. I forgot to mention this. Another thing that the feedback was, was like, I just love your vibe and your personality. Yeah. And yeah. I think even from the podcast, people have said that. Yeah. But you can't really in a static or a seven second reel get that across totally. your personality. And I think when people, I think we both are great personalities mm. and people do like us. I know that one, but that it, one comment we got last week <laughs> and you both have great personalities. <laughs> but no, it's true. I feel, yeah. I feel that both of us not being up ourselves have great personalities. So when people get to, see it and hear it in a longer form content we convert quicker absolutely even if i'm thinking you know i've had this business it'll be two months in june two months sorry <laughs> i was like jesus you don't work for two months <laughs> two years in june oh wow um that wasn't supposed to be like a cheer but, <laughs> but i'm still um, it'd be two months in june right and i'm thinking about the first 12 months i and i'll be the you know, I would admit this. I had clients that weren't completely aligned to me as oh, a person, everyone as a surface does writer. that. So normal, so common when <laughs> you're starting a business. But if I'm thinking now, I would say I love every single one of my clients. Yeah. And I think that that's because my marketing strategy has changed in the sense that people know who I am now. When mm. you're starting out, people don't really know who you mm. are as a person. You take on anyone you can get because, yeah. I mean, you're just starting out. You need the money. You need the clients. Whereas if you've had the ability to share some longer form content, to do more video content, mm. to do more lives, podcasts, whatever it might be, people are starting to see your personality come through. Yep. And so you are starting to attract ideal clients. And this is something I talk about a lot with my service-based clients during the coaching consultancy stage. Everyone's saying they want dream clients. Mm. But what is a dream client? Mm. A dream client is just someone that you get along with that Fits in your niche. Fits in your niche. Fits yeah. in your little What you mold, enjoy doing. What you enjoy doing. That yeah. You think about those sessions that just light you up. You yeah. feel so amazing afterwards. Yeah. You could literally keep talking to them until the cows come home. Is that the right yeah. thing? <laughs> um, that is your ideal client, right? And yeah. you're going to attract more of them. The more authentic you can be, the more long form video content that you can put out there. Yeah. And the quicker you can build that. No, I'm like hoping people can't hear the ambulance that's going to go by Jeez. in the room that we're in. I hope that's no one in the building. 
Anyway. I hate to go back to econ, but I just sort of no, a really great live. And I just want to talk about it. I have sort of a strategy that could work really well. So one of the biggest things we're doing in ads right now is mm. the interview style. Ad. Oh, yeah. I love so that. What you could do. So I was just thinking, example, we've got a new perfume client. What is mm. the biggest objections with perfume? Can't smell it. Yeah, I can't smell it online. Yeah. Right. So we're going to run some ads where it's like we were going to go up to random people oh, on the street. Oh, I love that. Right. <gasps> So we're going to do this in an ad format, but I'm like, why not do it live? Because that's that so like you. So authentic. What could happen is people don't like it. Yeah, definitely. But you can laugh about it. That's, that's authentic. That's real. Like you yeah. can always come back from that. I'm sorry, but not everyone likes every perfume scent. No, even like, food. I was thinking, like yeah. we have a food client, like you can go up to people, taste the scene yeah. on the street. Love why that. not make that a live situation? Because mm. they, you know, yes, people might not like it, but then people would actually really trust the brand. If yeah. you're going up to random people and saying, "Smell my perfume" mm-hmm. or "Try my food," yeah, it could be a really sick e-com live or if you've got like a um clothing wear have three very different shaped models and get them to try on the same piece of that's a great idea clothing um so everyone can see when you're doing like a launch yeah Yeah. so it actually fits with them i've seen launches happen a lot where the founder will try on the clothes and talk and the life goes for so long because it takes so long to change Mm. outfits but imagine if you get three very different models this could work with um makeup as well like different skin tones Mm. um just to show that your product works on different people yeah oh that was good on both of us yeah (laughs) sometimes we come up with our best work um Remember, I, I do say this, when you're surrounded by like-minded people, you bounce yeah, ideas off each other. Absolutely. Now, we have some things, well, tips, I guess, that we're just going to quickly run through about helping you succeed with lives. Mm, I forgot we had these, but yeah. these will help you. <laughs> these will help you. We've given the examples. We'll keep this really short, sharp, and shiny. And some of them we, we have actually touched on. Yeah. So what – the first one is scheduling regular live sessions. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, can you commit to doing it monthly – yeah, or, you know, obviously don't overcommit. I think don't that's the overcommit. Big thing. Yeah. If you cannot stick to a 10 a.m. Monday time slot, don't, don't promise your market that you will. Correct. Obviously, consistency is key with any strategy you run on Instagram. We know this 100%, especially when you're building a community. If they see the consistency, they're more likely to tune in yeah. to that time slot. And they become those spot. little raving fans that really look forward to yeah. that time slot too. Really just create a routine for your followers to follow. Yeah. Like if that's a strategy you're going to commit to, like marketing Mondays, yeah, obviously commit to every Monday. Mm-hmm. Otherwise people will be like, what? she's not there on yeah. a Monday. I love that. The second one we've kind of touched on, but that's promote your live. So use your Instagram stories, put up a post, send us an email, email marketing. Text you said that was text, a great idea. Like think about any way that your community is interacting with you and just send it out there. Yeah. Right. I think that there's such a power in oversharing because we know our attention spans so low mm-hmm. um we mentioned it on a previous podcast um the amount of times that it takes for somebody to become a client has gone from seven to eleven to now in the 20s yeah same goes when you're promoting something say it all the time with offers but if you're promoting your live send it everywhere yeah choose a relevant topic i know mm-hmm. that sounds really like duh no but, but <laughs> i see it all the time yeah just make sure that it's a topic that is relevant and interesting to your target audience Obviously, this will attract them to tune in and participate in the conversation. Yeah. I also say, like, think about things that are trending currently mm-hmm. right now, what people are actually wanting to hear about. I see it all the time with podcasts. Like, yeah. People launch podcasts and they do topics that they just want to talk about, which is great. Like, I think you need to bring your authenticity in and talk about what mm. you're passionate about. But you also need to put your eyes in your consumer and your audience's head. 
Sorry, yeah. that came out really, really poor English, but you yeah. need to think about your audience and think about topics that they're wanting to listen to yeah. and topics that are trending right now. Ask them. Yeah. Ask them. Put up a poll. You know, even how we've done with the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I'm thinking of doing a live on these three things. Mm. What do you want like me to do it on? Some of our best podcast episodes have come from somebody asking us to do a, an episode on them. Yeah. Because it's what people want. So think about those topics. Yeah, definitely. The next one that we are going to suggest is to encourage engagement. Like I'm not saying <laughs> turn on your live and say, I'm just waiting for more people to enter the room because that just doesn't sound great. Yeah. But ask people to um, comment below mm-hmm. any questions that they have. I say this with a lot of my masterminds as well. Comment below if you can see me or you can hear me. So you're just starting to get that buy-in and yeah. ask really simple questions like, Who's, who's yeah. keen to be here? Yeah. Yes. Who's tried th- tried this product before? Yeah. Like simple questions that people get used to um, typing in the chat care? box. Yeah, like, Do you use skincare? Yeah, great one. Don't think about things that are going to take people a lot like longer to reply or that kind of allow them to question themselves or make mm. them feel like there's any barriers to actually yeah. respond. Like you want those quick questions that come through yes and no, put an emoji in the chat box, those types of questions to really encourage that engagement. Now, we said this before, but collaboration Mm. is a great strategy to use when going live, partnering with other creators or experts in your industry to co-host. This will expose your brand, obviously, to a new audience, like Ruby said, and it will help you reach a wider community. Yeah. Another thing that you can do with collaborating with others is if you've got people in your space, um, you know, I'm thinking about you, Maddie, and let's say I had a regular live session as well, and we know that they're, they're different, right? So Marketing Mondays mainly supports e-com it moves towards yeah. that it, my audience has gone towards that naturally totally. so but let's say you've got like like audiences and you both do a regular live you could go on your stories and have this kind of mm. agreement with somebody else saying hey my friend maddie's going live um she does her marketing mondays and almost do a bit of a swap there to promote like yeah, a swap that's a good idea. yeah so think about people in your space that have similar audiences that aren't direct competitors but that could you can tap into each other's audience yeah. in that way absolutely and the last one we're going to be talking about is to repurpose your live session. If you know me, you know that I am the queen of repurposing yes. content. Um, use your live session afterwards to obviously post it afterwards so that it's yeah. a video in your account. You can also use, I don't know if you can do it with chat GPT, but any there's different AI tools that you can use to actually chop little snippets up of your live or your podcast so that they can. Please tell me what this is. Oh, I have to remember the name, Okay, I will come back and we'll tell the podcast next yeah. week. I had a client that tested it out and I actually wanted to test it on the podcast, but okay. I have not Let's yet. Let's do that. Um, but it basically chops up all of your little snippets so that then you've got like 20 different pieces mm. of content of really good things that you've said that can go out to your market I love that. and use it as repurposing your content. So repurpose your live into smaller little snippets. Get it. Get the audio transcribed, send it out as an email, yeah. make a blog post out of it, like just reuse this amazing content that you've created. Yeah. You could even put it on YouTube, depending on yeah. Yeah, the style that you've got there, whether it would be appropriate for it. But yeah. you could put it on YouTube I mean, if you're as wanting a YouTube to, short. Yeah, YouTube short. Or you could film it like on another camera yeah, at the same time right, and then put that onto YouTube. Because um, remember just, that if you're going to post it on YouTube, it has to be landscape and yeah. you're doing a portrait. So you'd have to have two phones going. Which is fine. fine. I actually don't mind having a, like an angle that you're not looking at the camera all the time. It yeah. just kind of mixes it up a bit. But think outside the box. If you become a queen in repurposing content as well, you're going to save so much more time. And also it's smarter with your time. Mm. Like we, I said it before, but it takes people a while for things to click. Mm. So if you can repurpose and share things in different ways, 
some people consume content better when they're reading it. Some people consume it better when they're seeing it in a video form. Yeah. Some people are audio. You could transcribe it into a podcast episode. Blog. Blog. So many different ideas. So many different ideas. <laughs> well, yeah, there are our examples on how you can use Instagram lines to grow your business and just some strategies and tactics to make sure that you're implementing to make sure they succeed for your mm-hmm. business. We're both big believers in Instagram lives and think every business should be trying them out. Yeah. And I know that we're probably going to get one little bit of pushback here and that's yeah. going to be, I am so scared to do a live. Or I, another one will be, I don't have the time. Uh, both of them I'm, are silly excuses. They're silly excuses. And I think it's got more to do with a mindset shift yeah. than it does to do with your ability because you have built a business. Like yeah. you have the knowledge, you have the confidence, you've yeah. got the strength. It's just a live. Yeah, honestly, it's not a big deal. And I'm going to say one thing. You can't actually the, even see really the people. No. So like, the it's like you're one, talking to like nobody. Totally. First <laughs> one will feel like your worst one. Yeah. But I always say go in prepared, have some notes, know what you're talking about mm. and just feel like you're talking on FaceTime to your mum. Mm. Like you just, you just need to get into that mindset of it's just a live. Yeah. It's not scary. Yeah. And people, if they're going to judge you, who cares? Oh, who? They're probably jealous. Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the end of our episode. As always, if you liked this, please leave us a glowing review or chuck us a five star. We obviously really appreciate that. But also come over to Instagram at marketing and margaritas underscore. Jump in our DMs. Tell us if there's a topic that you wanted us to discuss or if you want some help with a live. Yeah. Or if you want us on your lives. If we... Absolutely, yeah. And let us know how your lives go. Like, I'd love to hear um, the episode that we did on Instagram giveaways. I loved the amount of people that Mm. slid into our DMs and told us how they've implemented those strategies and got success out of. Yeah. Or they had a few questions that we could just really help to nail that strategy for them. So I'd love to know how people go with implementing Instagram lives to their strategy too. Yeah, and we'll definitely tune in to watch them. Mm. So see you next week.